Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Constant Contact, a digital marketing platform that helps small businesses and nonprofits of all sizes build, grow, and succeed. With email marketing, contact management, industry-leading list growth tools, social media ads, and more, Constant Contact helps small businesses connect with customers, find new ones, and sell online, all from one easy-to-use platform. They've been trusted by millions of businesses to help improve their marketing. With a 97% deliverability rate, you can rest assured that your customers and potential customers are getting the right message at the right time. With a simple interface, Constant Contact's easy-to-use platform makes contact management easier than ever. Their list growth tools help you find a bigger audience fast. Lead generation landing pages, text to join, and social media ads are proven to grow your list and drive engagement with your brand. With thousands of integrations, you can sync Constant Contact's tools with the tools you're already using. Powerful automation tools help you send the right message to the right person at the right time, every time. To start your free digital marketing trial today, visit ConstantContact.com. You take pride in your work, and so do we. We're Northern Tool, and we have every tool you can imagine, and some you've only dreamt about. Plus, our service and product knowledge is legendary. Find your pride and joy at Northern Tool. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Our anniversary sale is on at Northern Tool and Equipment. Save hundreds on pressure washers, sprayers, trailers, lawn and garden equipment, power tools, and more. Shop in-store or northerntool.com. Enjoy the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the In the Psychic Flow Show with Caroline Carey. Good evening. Welcome to In the Psychic Flow. I am your show host, Caroline Carey. This is the wonderful show where we explore the magical and the mystical all on In the Psychic Flow. We are talking to you from Sarasota, Florida. Oh, I am anyway. We have a special guest tonight that we're going to talk about. And everyone is delighted to uh, speak to him and meet him and get little mini readings and hear about his background. And there's so much to talk about. Um, I just wanted to point out our special guest is Mr. Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer. His website is evidenceofeternity.com, correct, Mark? And we have, uh, he has some wonderful specials going on, conscious of the um, COVID-19. Evidence of Eternity is right here.com. Um, Mark is offering some specials and he has some very exciting things coming up uh, we're going to talk about. A near-death experience. He has special. That's live online. We also have. Um, he has some special rates for one-hour phone sessions, and he's continuing his 2020 visionary tour, calendar of events, and, and sheltering and taking into consideration uh, the virus that is running around. Let me introduce uh, the stellar Mr. Mark Anthony. Mark, it's so nice to have you on your sh- on our show. Thank you so much for joining us on the second. Oh, thank you, Carolyn. Um, it's nice to be here. And, you know, it, thank goodness for the miracle of technology that we're able to interconnect. Now, you and I, um, you know, being mediums, we understand, as I'm sure many of your listeners do, that we're all energetically interconnected. And technology, particularly being able to do your show like this, is underscoring that. 
Uh, and it reminds me of, of something I um, I read in one of the Harry Potter books. <laughs> it was uh, Hermione was talking to Ron and Harry, and she said, "Muggles created the internet because they don't have magic." <laughs> oh, that's good. That is really good. I, I thought that was that was a, a pretty cool line. <clears throat> Let me give a little history, and you jump in and and elaborate or correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Mark Anthony is a former criminal defense lawyer. He is a legal consultant now. You were on the Supreme Court and uh, registered as a. I'm a member of the United. I'm a member of the United States Supreme Court bar. I, I was not on the Supreme Court. Right, you weren't. I'm sorry. I yeah. didn't mean to. Yeah, and you were also uh, on the bar in Florida. And, and I still am. Yeah, I'm a member of the Florida Bar, the Washington, D.C. Bar, and the United States Supreme Court Bar. And yes, I was a criminal defense attorney, but I was also a complex civil litigation attorney. And then before um, that, um, I was a prosecutor. So I've tried um, something like 300 jury trials. I've done everything from Marine Patrol violations all the way up to premeditated first-degree murders, complex accidents, um, so I've definitely done my time in the trenches in court. Um, so I, I just wanted, wanted, you know, to, to let you know, and, um, also a psychic medium and people are always asking me, you know, well, how did you, you know, go from being a lawyer to a psychic medium? Well, I was born a psychic medium and, and, uh, Carol Ann, you know, she's aware because, uh, this runs in your family too, doesn't it? Uh, well, if it did, I didn't know about it, but you're oh, okay. fourth generation, right? You are fourth generation. generation. Yeah, both my parents had these abilities. My father's sister, his mother, his maternal grandmother, and then my mother, um, definitely, she was like the whole package. And uh, then her maternal grandmother, which would be my great-grandmother, Giovanna, was, um, my mother's family emigrated from Italy. Mm-hmm. And Giovanna was known in the Italian-American community of New York as the woman who knew things. And what's really fascinating, back in, I think it was 2016, PBS did a special on the Italian immigrants. It was called Italian-Americans. It was a two-night special, something like four hours. They actually did an entire segment on Giovanna, my great-grandmother. And it even uh, was mentioned how she had these mystical abilities that people would come to her for various reasons for, you know, spiritual connections. And she was highly regarded in the Italian, you know, the Catholic church um, and, and treated with the same type of reverence that people would treat like the mother superior of a convent. So on, on my mother's side of the family, this was looked at as a gift from God and it was a venerated. Whereas on my father's side of the family, they were from Pennsylvania and they were Baptists. In fact, my, great, I think my great, great grandfather on my father's side was a Baptist minister <clears throat> that founded a church. And so there was a number of people within the family that had this ability, but they kind of kept it under wraps, you know, because, you know, it was one of those things that uh, you just didn't talk about in those circles. Whereas the Italians were like, it's a gift from God, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, in, in, in quarantine, I, I haven't had a haircut in over two months. So I'm, I'm usually like, you remember me, I'm like, all everything's all groomed and all this. And I'm kind of looking at this going like groovy, baby. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> so, but I think everybody, I think everybody's going through that right now. And, and yeah. we are going through uh, difficult times. Uh, and this is the time to to use this technology to reach out and communicate with each other. And, and Caroline, if I could, um, for all the listeners, I know that most of us have elderly friends or relatives that we can't see right now. And these people are very frightened and they're alone. Pick up a phone. OK, don't text them. Don't send them an email. Pick up a good old fashioned phone and call them and make somebody's day. And um, I, I try to do that uh, every day. I, you know, I, I go through my list and and um, and you could actually even write them a letter, too, because a lot of retired people, elderly people, the only thing they get in the mail are solicitations or bills. And right. even if you just write a little handwritten note, you're going to make somebody's day. So 
you know, during this time of isolation, people are really feeling isolated. So. Right. And I'd like to interject if they're nearby, um, they're not going out to the stores. If you're picking up toilet paper and paper towels, please pick them up for your neighbors if you can, if you've got a stash, because when uh, I came out into this, I had lost both my dogs passed away and um, one of them was very ill. So that night that he, I had him put to sleep was I walked out at eight o'clock at night and everything was closed. There was nothing, you know, all the stores were closed. There's nothing to get anyway. And I went for like three weeks to running around trying to find things. And I really shouldn't have been out because you know, you're not supposed to be out and I'm out traipsing through the stores. So now that they have replenished some stock, I'm, I'm filling up a bedroom with stuff for when this returns in the fall. But I also have it a bunch in my car if somebody I know needs it. So please, you know, keep that in mind because they can't, older people can't get out, nor should they be out. They shouldn't be out. So now you are doing, thank you for that message, Maureen. Um, you are doing some special things regarding um, your work, special uh, discounted phone messages, phone readings. You're going to be doing um, evidence, I'm sorry, the 2020 Visionary Tour. The calendar of events has you live online for the International Association of Near-Death Study. Now, that I did not know about you. Yes. And that will be Friday, May 15th at 7 p.m., uh, evidence of near-death experience. You can ask questions online. Right. And I think there is, you can subscribe to that. So that's on Mark's page, evidenceofeternity.com, the visionary tour calendar of events. And we were mentioned on there too. So thank you very much for putting us on there in the psychic flow. And uh, what else are you doing, Mark? I have that. You're probably doing some videos. I'm getting your emails with your... Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, well... I had an entire tour planned for the U.S. Um, I do every year. Uh, last year, I did 24 cities, and we had, I think, 20 cities lined up this year, and obviously, that had to get continued. And so, I thought, well, let's continue the tour online, and that's why I'm appearing on your show and several other shows where I'll be able to not only, you know, talk about spirituality and spirit communication, but also be able to do readings, uh, mini readings for callers. Um, uh, as you mentioned on May 15th, I will be conducting a discussion of near-death and shared death experiences for the International Association of Near-Death Studies. For the last three years, 2019, 18, and 17, I was a keynote speaker at the IAN's uh, annual convention. And so I contacted them and I said, hey, you know, let, let me do something online, and, and they're very happy to do this. Uh, and so that one, though, people have to buy tickets to. Here's the thing. Um, if you go to my website, evidenceofeternity.com, and go to the calendar of events, it'll, it'll uh, bring up what I'm doing month by month. And with IANS, all the proceeds are going to IANS. And you can become a member. And so if you're a member, then the tickets are $10. If you're a non-member, it's $15. IANS is a fascinating organization. It's headed up by scientists and doctors who study the survival of consciousness and people who, like myself, have had a near-death experience where your consciousness leaves your body. And so this is where we're actually developing scientific proof for eternal life and the afterlife. So IANS is a, is a beautiful organization, and I, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, I just did a, a Zoom meeting for Helping Parents Heal, and I'm sure I'll be back doing another um, a presentation for, for that organization. And Helping Parents Heal is exactly that. It is for parents who've lost children, which is the most devastating and, and uh, excruciating pain of all. And Helping Parents Heal brings parents together so that they can share their pain, but not just exist in a, in a stagnant state of pain, but to get through this and to band together. And they're very open to uh, psychic mediums. And they're also very um, accommodating for grief support groups, for discussion, survival of consciousness studies, because these are the things that bring comfort to people. 
So those are just a couple of the things that I'm going to be doing throughout the entire year. And, um, and if anyone goes to my website, evidenceofeternity.com, please sign up for the newsletter. And if you want to have a reading with me, if you mention Carol Ann Carey, okay, you got to mention this show, then you'll be eligible for a reduced fee reading because, uh, you know, I got to do my part too. We all have to do our parts. Right, right. Thank you for that. That's fabulous. You also, um, I skipped over a little bit of your biography here. You're also a psychic investigator, a, uh, excuse me, a paranormal investigator. Right? Yes. Well, I've been on a number of paranormal investigations with people, and those are always fun. I mean, if you haven't done it, put that on your bucket list, okay? Yeah. Um, it, it's really fascinating when you go to a place that has a haunted reputation. I, I prefer to call it an area with a high level of paranormal activity. It could be an energy vortex. Uh, it could be a place where, see, I don't necessarily believe in hauntings. I believe that matter retains vibration. And so particularly in areas where there's been a murder or some type of traumatic death, uh, the, the vibration of that stays there. It's, it's like an echo that keeps echoing, echoing. And it's always cool to go with a bunch of the investigators. They have all the equipment set up, the K2 meters and the EVP. And, and so you start to hear things and they, they set up the infrared detectors. But a lot of it is, is awaiting. But I've been on a number of those. Um, and I mean, we could talk all night just about that. But yes, I, I have done that. Um, and I've also worked with police on cold cases, uh, doing readings for victims' families to see if we can get enough information from spirits to lead the police on the path to find admissible evidence, which can then lead to an arrest of, of a killer. And, and I've been able to do that on a number of occasions. And do you feel that um, because you have been a lawyer and so involved in this and a, an excellent psychic medium as well, the police trust your um, evidence that you give them or from spirit or what you give them? Do you think that they trust you more than they would trust somebody like me? Um, I'm smiling only because um, the police are, are very leery of psychics. And it's funny because the official party line is, oh, we don't do that. But then behind the scenes is a whole nother matter. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on, I was on the TV show, the doctors on CBS. And that's where I did a reading for, for a family in a cold case. And I, as I explained to them that psychic intuition is not admissible in court. I mean, because I have people on social media send me all these idiotic questions like, so yeah. uh, uh, do you get the spirit to testify? It's like, yeah, right. Um, and, and I mean, I don't mean to be facetious, but come on, folks. Yeah. Nothing, we've all heard of the term hearsay. Hearsay is an out-of-court statement offered to prove the truth of the matter asserted. So in other words, if there's a statement made outside of court, it is considered hearsay and inherently unreliable. Therefore, it's not admissible. And then there are, I think, 23 exceptions to the hearsay rule, and I'm not going to bore you with a crash course in evidence. But one of the key components of getting around hearsay is whether the, the statement can be cross-examined. Now, clearly, I can't go into court and get a spirit to appear on the witness stand so we can, so you would have us believe, you know, you, you can't do that. But where psychics come in handy in, in investigations is while psychic intuition is hearsay, and while what I bring forth from the other side or what Carol Ann brings forth from the other side cannot be admitted in court, that doesn't mean that we can't get information that can point the police in the direction, um, put them back on the trail. When a trail goes cold, we can heat it up again. And so then the police can be tipped off and then through proper law enforcement procedure, they can find evidence which is admissible, which can lead to an arrest. So basically we're sort of, uh, uh, behind the scenes and we can help that way. So, so that, that's how psychics work with, uh, with police. Do they trust me more? Um, 
yes, because they tend to feel that that I, I'm, I'm credible because I've had a background in the legal profession. Right. So, so yes, but you know, it's always difficult when you're working with a group of people who are overtly hostile toward toward what we do. Mm -hmm. You have uh, several videos on your website, which I I have to say speak so. It just shows you in action. It's absolutely amazing, and it's a wonderful. Wonderful thing to visit on your website if you would be interested in that, uh, listeners and viewers, because Mark is amazing. My favorite uh, is the one, I think it was a reenaction, a reenaction, yeah, of you approaching a crime scene or you were called to a crime scene or an arrest. Wasn't there something about that? Uh, I thought it was a reenactment. But there was something about that, and there's a few other ones you were on several TV shows, interviewed on several TV shows, but also some gallery situations like you did at Sarasota Center of Light, my favorite being Rock and Roll Heaven. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that blows me away. Yeah, Rock and Roll Heaven, um, you know, that was one of those nights. Uh, my manager, Rocky, he travels with me. In fact, I was doing a Zoom meeting with her on another matter earlier today. And she organized a film crew to be at an event because, you know, it, it's, it's like if I could have a film crew with me at every event, I'd have a whole stockpile of, of videos. Uh, yeah. like, but if people go to my website, you, you can go through my website to my YouTube channel. And on my YouTube channel, I've got, I think, um, probably over 100 videos now, clips of me on television doing readings um, at private venues, at the Edgar Casey Center, at IANS, at, at uh, many, many different locations. And uh, also, um, you know, being interviewed on different aspects of spirit communication, near-death experiences. So it's, it's, always, um, it, it's always very rewarding when we're able to catch those aha moments on, on film. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, um, Caroline, when I'm on TV, uh, it's, it's live and I've only got, you know, there's a seven minute segment and then there's four minutes of commercials and then there's a yeah. seven minute segment and I'll be in the middle of something go, we're going to a station break. And it's like, you know, and I got to hold the, the spirits there and then the people are, you know, and um, uh, it's funny because spirit communication does not happen in seven minute segments. You know, spirits are going to, to communicate what they, they communicate. And so that's why I always tell people, you know, and they say, oh, I watched this so-and-so um, you know, show that, about a medium. And, oh, my God, they're just fantastic. They get everything. Well, I've been on TV a lot. And here's the thing. You can film an hour-long media uh, uh, reading and then edit it down to 45 seconds of, oh, my God, moments. Yeah. So, so on these, um, you know, pre-recorded psychic shows, realize there's a lot of times when the person you're doing the reading for is like, uh, uh, I don't know. And the thing is, people get nervous. I mean, I was on this one show, Carol Ann, and it was live. And this lady stood up. She's a very sweet lady. And she was there with her husband who was sitting there, you know, like that, you know, putting up the deflector shields. Like, I don't yeah. want to. And their son came through. And I'm getting cross, cross. Does that make sense to you, the word cross? Lady staring at me, no. Are you sure? Your son keeps showing me a cross. No, no. And they go, all right, we're going to a station break. So she's standing there and her husband goes, you know, our last name is Cross. <laughs> and I'm like, you mean like your son's last name? Oh, yeah. All right. So and I wouldn't even hear what I heard the host of the show say under her breath. All right. So we go back on. And the host was like, so during the break, you realized that your name was Cross and Mark kept saying Cross. And they're like, yeah, she was, well, great. Mark, go to somebody else. And the thing is, it's not that we're being being rude to the person, is a lot of times during a reading, people don't recognize or connect the dots right away. And it's even more difficult on people when you're in a public setting. And it's even worse when you're on television. You know, I'm, I'm used to being in public. I know Carol Ann is with the mediumship demonstrations. And, and even for us, it's nerve wracking, okay? Because you never know what's gonna happen. And then all of a sudden you put somebody in a television studio and there's lights, camera, action, and all these people looking at them and they get scared. And so, yeah. so they don't connect the dots. And sometimes people forget their own names. 
So that's why, you know, doing readings in a one-on-one -on -one setting, like the telephone readings uh, that I do, can, can be the appropriate venue for a lot of folks, because then you're relaxed and you don't have to be under the stress of, okay, you got to figure this out right now, you know, because you don't want to do that to a bereaved person. Right, right. I think that um, the gallery situation where you had the film crew, I mean, that is what I like about it. It goes right there. There's no fluff around it or anything. It's going right there. The evidence that you bring through is uh, phenomenal. I mean, and the messages are incredibly touching, not overly so. Um, I was had the privilege of receiving a brief message from you in Sarasota, and I have to say to you, it was a unique slant on a situation and it really um, freed me from any kind of guilt. Okay. And so I have to say it was a life changing uh, moments. It was only a few moments, you know, cause we were doing a gallery presentation. And actually I was sharing the mic with another person. So she had, you were, you got stuff for her. You got stuff for me. It was so life changing. And my feeling is if me, the message isn't life changing, then it's really not, you know, it should be life changing. And it definitely was for me. So it was remarkable, absolutely remarkable. But I do love all the videos that you've done on there. They're fabulous. Yeah. I also want to talk about um, your lecture series. Oh, wait, first, let me get to your books. <laughs> There's so many things. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You are a, a wonderful author and you have two books out. And I understand you're working on a third. Yes. Right? yes. Okay. I just finished the manuscript. Woo COVID. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> but uh, uh, yes, uh, I've written two books, Never Letting Go, which is a guide on the journey through grief. And it helps people uh, recognize when loved ones and spirit are near. And um, I'm very honored uh, that Never Letting Go is recommended by hospices and grief counselors worldwide. And then when I was on the Never Letting Go tour, I started compiling questions that people were asking me about reincarnation and what happens for people that die from suicide. And is there a hell? Is there a heaven? Does God exist? Is there a scientific basis for all this? And so that was the genesis for writing my book, Evidence of Eternity, which has been endorsed by the top near-death experience researchers in the world. Both books are now available on audio. Uh, Never Letting Go was um, released on audio not too long ago. Evidence of Eternity has been on audio for about a year and a half. And um, um, they're in several different languages worldwide. And once again, if you go to my website, Evidence of Eternity, just like the book, evidenceofeternity.com, um, you, can, you can get your copies of those. And then I just completed the manuscript on my next book. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm working with my literary agent about, you know, how we're going to be, be presenting this. Uh, and what I like to do, Carol Ann, is I like to explain spirit communication in terms of quantum physics. And so as soon as people hear quantum physics, they think they're going to be reading, you know, a quantum physics book or, or an algebra book. I spent enough time in law school trying to stay awake during really boring classes. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to, going to, you know, just spontaneously combust during federal basic income taxation law. I was like, oh, my God. You know, property law and civil procedure weren't a whole lot of fun either. And I remember sitting there saying, if I ever write a book, I'm not doing this to anybody. So what I try to do is to take the scientific material, present it in an easy to understand fashion, and then illustrate it with gripping, fast moving, and sometimes funny stories to show you how all of it works. So don't expect, you know, a, you know, a book that's going to be like watching cement dry. And so in my my latest book that I wrote, I'm taking the quantum physics physics aspect even further because it's important to to understand something. My father was not only um, gifted with mediumistic ability, but he was a Navy SEAL and a NASA engineer. I wow. grew up in a science-oriented background, okay? So yes, my parents were mediums, but you know they weren't like the neon hand in the window, oh, come Svengali and all that, you know. Yeah. Um, we, we were a realistic, all-American family. You know, mom was a commercial illustrator, fashion designer, and you know, mom. And, but my father instilled in me something that I carry and will always carry with me. 
there's a logical explanation for everything. Now, maybe we don't yet have the technology to understand or explain it, but Dad always said, if enough money is put into the research, you can do anything. And uh, he was part of that can-do generation that that, that you know, created technology to go to the moon, Mars, and, and so on and so forth. And so in my study of spirit communication, I've found the parallel between what we do and how it is explained through frequency transfer, the laws of, of physics, and that energy is nearly uh, never created nor destroyed, only transferred from one form to another. And so spirit communication, the afterlife, uh, is explainable in scientific terms. So that's what I want to get, get forward and, and put forward. Also, Caroline, a lot of people say, well, you know, this is against God. Mm -hmm. At least on my lecture in Sarasota, I, I discuss scripture and I discuss how people in the Bronze Age and the Iron Age would have come to various conclusions about things. For example, uh, you know, Passover was a couple weeks ago. And we all know, we've all seen the movie, probably the Ten Commandments, where Charlton Heston, a.k.a. Moses, goes to the top of Mount Sinai, and he encounters God in the form of a bush that burns, yet does not burn. Well, God's pure energy. We're all energy. But, you know, when you're connecting with the divine power that we call God, how would somebody like Moses, who lived in the Bronze Age 3,000 years ago, how would a Bronze Age person describe an encounter with an intense form of electromagnetic energy using the vernacular of the day? Of course, he described it in terms of what he knew. The most powerful radiant energy a person knew of back then would have been fire. So seeing the energy of God near a bush, you would describe it as the bush that burned yet did not burn. And if you look throughout um, the Bible, when people encounter uh, the divine power of God, like in the Pentecost, you know, where the tongues of fire are on the apostles' head in the New Testament. So now we're going from the Bronze Age to the Iron Age. Same thing. If you look at people's crown chakras, they have this little flickery appearance. How would you describe that intense form of electromagnetic energy in the Iron Age? Well, as a tongue of fire. And so I, I could keep going with examples, but the thing is, that's why faith in science should not be mutually exclusive. It's that now we have the technology to explain what people of faith have been encountering and describing for millennia. You are a fascinating uh, teacher, Mark. It was a wonderful presentation on the uh, Star of Bethlehem, which was the mystical star as you the went into Magi. Yeah, the mystical Magi and the mystery of the Star of Bethlehem, that's one of my ancient mystery series um, uh, presentations. Uh, one of my others uh, that, that uh, crowds really seem to enjoy is Rulers, Royals, Psychics, and Spirits. And those are mystics behind the thrones. And what my research has found, Caroline, is that for the last 5,000 years, people of power have oftentimes had psychic advisors waiting in the wings and right. this includes modern america in fact it appears that over one-third of u.s presidents uh have had psychic advisors and we're talking yeah. both sides of the aisle so this isn't a democrat or republican thing right this right a advisor you know type of thing that's amazing that's what they should be contacting you for you know oh well i well, I would like to work with a president who would actually listen to me. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Open. Yeah. Well, you have a wonderful lecture series. Because, well, you know, it's like I wouldn't want that job. No. I mean, would you be president? I'd rather be CEO of Disney. I think that would be a lot more fun. You'd make a yes. lot more money, and yes. you'd get a lot less bad press. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's very true. Are you, uh, now that we're in lockdown, I don't know how much longer this is going to go on. That might be a question that comes up here. Uh, we had people booking up here that would love to ask you some questions. One more thing I want to ask you about is, um, I just went out of my head. 
when were you going to video any of these lectures that you do now since this has been curtailed or because you're a phenomenal teacher i mean they really would be you know i could see you as a marvelous college lecturer teacher what's with that what do you think of that well, actually, several of them have been filmed because I've presented them at the Edgar Casey Center, okay. uh, the Edgar Casey Association for Research and Enlightenment, and people can download them. Um, you do have to become a member of the Edgar Casey right. ARE, and you can uh, purchase or you know however however they do it. Also, IANS, International Association Near Death Studies. So a number of my presentations have been filmed, and what's nice when IANS and Edgar Casey do it. It's done with high quality cameras. You know, it's not like you know someone standing there with their cell phone. I mean, this is you know the lighting's good, the sound is good, um, and they they tend to do a three camera shoot, which is nice. I mean, not always, but but they do um, because I give um, these lectures and I incorporate them with PowerPoint presentations, which so, were beautiful, by the way, absolutely thank stunning. Thank you. Stunning. I'm working. Um, well, now that uh, um, I'm not on tour, I'm working on one called The Healing Power of Spirit Communication. Wow. And, um, the uh, Helping Parents Heal have, has asked me to present that apparently next year, 2021. And then another one of my ancient mystery series, I have it scripted out, I'm working on is The Mystery of the Shroud of Turin, which is a really That's fascinating the one I want to I can't wait. Yeah, that, that one is, is so amazing. Um, and, and I try to maintain objectivity and neutrality in these things. My job as a lawyer, as, as the psychic lawyer, and as, as a teacher is to present the evidence and let the recipient decide. Because there's a lot of people, particularly with the Shroud of Turin, it had been carbon-14 dated, I believe it was back in the late 1970s, right. and it showed that it dated from the medieval period, I think around the year 1200, somewhere 12 to 1400. So of course the skeptics all came and said that it's a fraud. Well, then it was discovered that the, the areas, see to, to carbon 14 date something, you have to take a piece of it and burn it. And right. this is the Shroud of Turin, or it's supposedly the burial shroud of Jesus. So, you know, burning a sacred relic or a part of it is, you know, a big sin in, in the Catholic religion. Well. The Shroud of Turin had actually been in a fire and part of the outer edges were burned. And so nuns back in the Middle Ages, they sewed a border around the damaged areas. And so some textile experts started examining it and they put forth evidence that the medieval fibers were woven in with the first century AD fibers. And so there was another analysis done of it, not a carbon-14 dating, but an infrared scan and testing for uh, body fluids and different chemicals. And they found pollen traces that uh, of plants that only grow in the Middle East, which would mean, you know, the area around Israel, Judea, and also that seemed to be a fabric that dated from the first century AD. So now this puts it back into, into that camp. And that's just one of the things that I'd be addressing during that. So it's it's, fabulous because as science evolves and as things, you know, mistakes are uncovered or misinterpretations are uncovered, you know, the truth is coming out or a new truth is coming out. So I would, I would very much, and I've always followed that. I would love that to see that lecture. Um, so that's the, you are just the bomb, Mark. You make everything very plain and simple for everyone to understand. And you're just thank you for sharing your wisdom and your expertise with us. How do you feel about taking a few calls? A few. Uh, That'd be great. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, do you want me to read them to you? Um, is there any way I can hear the person's voice? No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll take some some questions then. I'll see what I can do. You can do it. I know you can do it. Um, Kelly Joe is a professional practitioner as well. Wanted to ask about her career. Okay. Uh, 
the reason I'm, um, when I exhale like that, I'm centering and focusing. I know you understand that. It's because you know, a lot of times people think we're, you know, it's what I'm getting is nothing new is going to be happening till October. It's like I just see like, you know, hitting a dead end. And then in October, I'm seeing a, um, I'm not seeing a change of career. I'm seeing an elevation in the career that she's right. in right now is what I'm getting about this. And um, is, is Kelly Joe's um, mom on the other side? Because I'm picking up on a maternal energy, and that doesn't necessarily mean a mom. It could be somebody else on the maternal Okay. And, and because there's a woman coming through that I'm, I'm getting a lot of pains in, in circulation issues in my fingers, which are indicative of this woman suffered a lot from arthritis and joint pain, ligament inflammation and how god now i'm getting it in my hips and my legs all my connective tissue all my joints are hurting okay now the reason the for the benefit of the listeners the spirit's not in pain these are identifiers that this pure consciousness brings forward okay and what she's telling um kelly joe is that this period of lockdown that we're all going through is a chance for her to reevaluate and she's at a crossroads between her spiritual path and her material world job. And it's funny because this woman said, and you already know which one you're going to be taking. So it appears that she's going to be heading more, concentrating even more in the spiritual vein. But the fascinating thing about this is that she's going to need business acumen because it's not just going to be doing readings or whatever it is that she does in the spiritual realm, but there's going to be an actual business um, that she's creating out of this. And it seems like it's going to have multi facets to it. There's like a publishing end, um, an education end, and there's also going to be um, like a counseling one-on-one -on -one encounter and a group encounter. And does that, does that make any sense for Kelly Joe? Kelly Joe is a, a paranormal investigator, a medium psychic. She does house cleansing. She does everything. She's a natural born and supported by her parents, much like you. And uh, I've had her on the show a few times. She's fabulous. Any information I need, I, I she's my go-to person, one of my go-tos. So I'm sure she will appreciate that, Mark. Thank you very much. Because we all need to reevaluate. That's the one thing this virus is doing. We are all reevaluating what we're doing. Okay. So Crystal, crystal Skeens, S-K-E-E-N-S, I would love a spiritual visit from my brother, Joe. Okay, there's a male energy coming through now. Before we jump to the conclusion that this is her brother, okay, because I'm opening up the frequency, but I'm getting a male energy coming through and I'm getting a massive impact sensation to my head. Now, what that indicates to me is that his passing was unexpected, abrupt. Um, let, me, let me go a little bit deeper here. Oh my gosh, I feel like, like my neck just snapped. So, I don't know if he was in some type of accident or there was some massive trauma to his cervical spine, but I'm getting this snapping sensation and I am tasting a fair, fairly intense um, uh, taste of blood. So this could be an internal hemorrhage as opposed to a massive bleed out, but I'm getting this shock wave, which is an indicating to me uh, abrupt, unexpected, and definitely involvement with, with his neck. Do you know if there's, uh, can she validate that? Is if we're getting anything, Kelly, Joe, and Crystal, if you could validate, even if we have to go back to it, you could validate any information Mark is giving you, just like when we do readings, just type it in the comment box down there, and that'll help Mark so that he knows. It's kind of, um, uh, I'm trying, I'm likening doing this this way is sort of like going out the door without thinking, do I have my underwear on or not? Because yeah, see, you know you know, I mean? normally, you know, because I really need to tune into the vibration of the person, tune into the other side. Yeah. And I know this, this sounds, I don't want to say cliche because I, I don't like saying that, but this spirit keeps referring to Crystal and saying, Sacred Heart of Jesus, Sacred Heart of Jesus, Sacred Heart of Jesus. Now, you know, having been raised Catholic, there's a lot of depictions of Jesus pointing to uh, his heart, which is the sacred heart of Jesus. I don't know if that's a church. I don't know if there's a Christ consciousness connection with her. I don't know if she has a Catholic background, but the message from this spirit for her is sacred heart of Jesus and trust, 
trust, trust. So what he's telling is that she has to trust the messages coming to her in the intuitive, in the sensitive sense. And, and the reason that I'm getting Sacred Heart of Jesus is that the message is what you're receiving is true. It speaks the truth and that it has this very Christ consciousness feel. Now, when I talk about Christ consciousness, what that means is a direct connection to the light. Um, I've done readings for people that were Hindus, and it's funny because I'm getting Krishna consciousness, Krishna consciousness, which feels the same because it is the same. What it is, we're, we're connecting or they're connecting with the higher, the divine power that we call God. And for Christians, we want to put a human face on the infinite, so we tend to perceive it in the form of Jesus. For Hindus, they're perceiving this in the, the form of, of Krishna or Vishnu um, or Shiva. Um, so it, it, there's a cultural filter, if you will, for this connection. So whatever's going on with Crystal in the spiritual sense, she needs to trust the messages that she is receiving. There's a purity about it, and they are true. So her answers lie in the direct connect to the white light that is the spiritual energy of God. Nicely done. Thank you so much, Mark. Um, we have a, a, we do have some validations here from Kelly Joe. That was her grandmother, correct? Her mother is here. Um, so she said, thank you for that. Jen, her son passed a couple of years ago and the picture in back of Mark hanging on the wall is blurry, but the silhouette resembles my son picture on the wall i'm looking at you i'm like what which picture is she referring to mark that one there oh the one? Uh, that's actually um albert einstein <laughs> there you go there you go jen albert einstein she says yes <laughs> okay we also have uh we also have two other people that are here. <laughs> i skipped anybody they're not always asking questions. So they're loving you, Mark, by the way. I don't know if you can read these enough. They are absolutely loving, love your books, love you. Uh, Lori is asking, Mark and Carol Ann, any message from my friend, Paul? Well, the male energy that's coming through, I'm feeling this draining sensation through my body and a draining sensation indicates to me that his passing was not a, a quick thing, that it took some time and I'm getting this numbness um, in my mouth, and I'm filled to get this terrible taste. Um, so there's a metallic taste, which is an indication that there was a lot of medications involved uh, toward the end with his passing. Um, I'm also getting these little electrical shocks out in my head, going through my body. That indicates uh, there could be a neurological component to it, possibly a stroke or a series of mini strokes. And the weird thing is, on my fingertips, I feel this numbness and tingling. It's like he was losing control over his voluntary nervous system throughout his body. Is there any way, um, this, can she uh, validate whether that makes sense with Paul or um, another male closely connected to her? Now I'm feeling yeah. this weird sensation in my hand. Does that make any sense? Uh, Lori, let us know in the comments below, please. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be validated. I'm not concerned about that but let's see what we got uh hi laura my boy Wham. joe uh joanne leo is here and she would oh, like that last spirit keeps uh, uh, i guess that was Lori for that um, yes he keeps saying that she lost a ring okay now i'm sure lots of people lose rings he says it was a cheap ring okay and, and I, it's funny, it's like, it's a cheap ring, but it was a pretty ring and it was a sentimental ring. And what I'm seeing is um, a nondescript band with like a little purple crystal. It's like a, like a pale crystal. And he says it's a cheap ring, he says, but it was, it was a nice ring. So there's something there about, she lost this cheap ring and she's like worried about it. And he says, yeah, don't worry about it. So. Oh, okay. They're going to be putting in, don't forget to put in your comments, listeners. And uh, thank you for joining us on YouTube and Facebook as well. Uh, Psychic Joanne Leo. Uh, her brother Tom passed. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Male energy coming in and I feel like I want to vomit. Now let me explain what I mean by that. Don't worry. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. But Well, the nausea vomiting sensation, um, <laughs> Carol Ann understands that. I mean, what yeah. it is, spirits give us these physical sensations. Uh, the nausea and the vomiting can mean difficulty eating and or holding down food prior to passing. However, it can also be a cancer indicator. It doesn't always mean cancer, but it can be a cancer indicator. Okay. And he keeps bringing up Libra, Libra, Libra. Okay. And now Libra, of course, runs roughly from September 20th through October 20th, give or take a few days on either end. So he could be referencing a significant birth, death, anniversary, or event connected to him or to, to uh, her within the Libra time frame or to somebody close to them. He but passed this, October 19th, she's saying. He Okay, so that would be, all right, Libra. All right, so now we know that's him. The other thing about the, that he's given with Libra is scales of justice. And I'm wondering if she's having some type of legal issue, legal problem, legal difficulty. And it seems like it's kind of stagnated right now. It's deadlocked. And it's like both sides are entrenched and neither appear to be to be giving any way. And unfortunately, uh, whatever this legal, it could be a business issue, but a legal problem, I'm not getting anything about its resolution to like March, ugh, March of uh, 2021. Does that make any sense? Well, she's also saying her dad died uh, October 18th. Uh, so you probably had two leaves over there. Couple hits. All right. Is there any legal business issue going on? Um, there's a conflict. Um, yeah, it's, it's all bogged down right now. Okay. Joanne, if you have anything uh, to validate that, please let us know. Anyone else listening, YouTube, Crowdcast, please, um, if I, we've addressed your question. If there is a validation, if you've, uh, if Marcus got that, can you confirm that for us, please, in the comments? I also want to say, oh, she said, Joanne is saying, yes, his house is for sale. Uh, his house for sale. And did he have a heart attack was her question. Well, what I'm getting is immediately this pain in my head. Now, we've got to be careful here because that could be like massive blood pressure surge, which would be uh, with a, a heart attack. But what I'm getting is the stroke heart attack combo. Yes. And, yeah. That's You're getting that too? Yeah. Yes. That, that's all we, let me tell you. The stroke heart attack combo, that's yeah, what that's is welcome. Okay. And, and so, but um, yeah. also he did not suffer. It's like, ow, ow, and then that was it. So he wants her to know that he did not suffer. Thank you. Joanne says, thank you very much. That's, that makes a lot of sense. And he uh, keeps with the silk scarf, the silk scarf, the silk scarf. Now, I know lots of ladies have silk scarves, but he's bringing up silk scarf. Does silk scarf make sense in any way for her? That's true, Mark, true. Okay, great. All right. Um, Lisa Johnson uh is asking anyone in spirit for her or is she going to be doing any teaching interesting i i keep seeing her surrounded by a bunch of young children now you got to be careful jumping to the conclusion um because that could indicate well maybe she'll be teaching kids or that she may be doing something in some other capacity with a lot of children. Does that make any sense with her? Uh, Lisa, if so, put it in the comments. Uh, we don't know yet, but it's possible. We don't know yet. It's possible. Is that what she said? She's open to anything. Well, I keep seeing kids and I keep seeing like stuffed toys like giraffes and teddy bears and you know, things like that. So that feels like she may be doing something with children a lot. And okay. it seems like she has a good background in the visual arts, the visual arts, because I see her, you know, showing people how to color and, and how to put things all together. Um, you know, like when you teach kids how to color and, and you know, basically okay. good about her, she doesn't make the kids color inside of the lines. No, she wouldn't. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Um, I had somebody else here who had a daughter. Uh, Lisa says hi to you both. Hold, hold on a second. Is there somebody um, in the chat room that had 
This feels like a girl who drowned. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, Caroline. Okay. Female spirit coming through. And I'm getting, this is sad, a younger girl. She could have been seven, around seven, possibly younger. Because I'm feeling a little girl and I'm getting a drowning sensation. Because um, my lungs are filling up. A, a Kathy asking about messages from her daughter. So uh, let's let's see. If that's a drowning of Kathy, if you can validate anything Mark is saying about a young lady, a young child that drowned, young girl. Could you please sometimes drowning could be lungs filling up with fluid, like drowning in your own fluids. But I'm getting this drowning sensation. And this is a, a young, a young female, little girl. It's very sad. Paul, we got some past couple of years ago. Um Linnell is saying you're br you're brilliant. Well, of course. Joanna is saying I'd love to hear from my boy. And with my brother, Tommy he finally passed away. If anybody has any validation for Mark, uh, please let us know. Oh, Kathy, my daughter passed two years ago, and I don't feel her around me anymore. Was she around, um, well, before I jump to what her age may have been, do we know if, she, if the number 16 makes any sense? Now, she could have been 16, she could have been 16 months, but um, it could also be one and six, like January 6th, could be June 1st, could be the number 16, could be the number 61. But this spirit is giving me 16, 16, over and over. Does that make any sense? Okay, we are going to see. A cat um, just had one girl say her aunt drowned, but she was in her 20s. Yeah, I was getting a, a little girl, so I don't want to stretch to make that, that fit. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Uh, somebody will take it. I'm sure it's going to come up here. It's sort of like throwing out, you know, like English style out to an audience. It's a little different to get used to this. It took me a, a few weeks to get used to doing this. I much prefer a phone because I like the vibration. Right. But, more than video. I, I'd rather not even see anybody. Um, so yeah, most of the time we're sitting there like this, you know, focusing on what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Hair yeah. on the face of that child. And let me see. What else do we have? Oh, uh, we had somebody else about their future. I'm not a fortune teller. Uh, uh, yeah, the spirit wants to to give me something about, about somebody that's fine. But, oh, here. you know. Here's Linnell. Linnell says, would love to touch up with my incredible sister, Lynn D. Missing her. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The female energy coming through. Now my kidneys are killing me. So this must indicate some type of renal failure, renal issue. Um, I feel like, like my whole insides are almost imploding. Um, burning sensations throughout my body weakness, dizziness. Um, she was still very coherent all the way up to the end, uh, very heavily medicated. It feels to me that this particular person very, most, most likely was under the care of something like hospice. Reason being is I'm getting this medicated sensation toward the end, not for treatment so much as making her comfortable. But God, the renal, the, the kidney uh, pains and the pains in my low back would indicate that that this um, that this woman uh, had a very very long and excruciating illness. Do we know if there's any validation for that? Hmm. We are going to find out. Suck the water in. You think Jack and going to Here's a here's a really good one. Um, okay, so we're waiting for validation on that. Okay, now here, let, I want to see how you handle this type of question because this kind of drives me nuts. Uh, Darla, uh, Love Mark, can you tell me the song I sang to my son when he passed? I want to see how you respond to this. You know, um, that's more the type of thing we'd have to do in a one on one um, because, see, why a lot of, do that? let me explain why. When people go into spirit communication, um, there's something I call the no, no, no syndrome. And it's like when people just say no to everything, you create an energetic block 
It's right. the same thing when you go in with, I want, I want, I want. I want you to tell me this, okay? And it's not that you're doing anything wrong, but that angst is another form of the no, no, no syndrome because it creates an energetic block. And to get back to an earlier thing we were talking about, that's why, like working on cold cases, you know, if I'm doing a reading for a victim's family, they're all like, I want to find the killer. I want this. And they're, I want, I want, I want. And sometimes the spirit will come in and not even address their murder. They'll be talking about other things. Um, so, so it's not that he's not projecting that. It's just that there's a block to it. Okay. Now, if I get a song, I'll, I'll let you know, but, but, uh, that's usually not how that works. Carolyn, what's your take on that? Uh, just like Joanne, psychic Joanne Leo, who is a psychic numerologist is on here. She said, that sounds like testing. And I agree. That sounds like testing. Um, how do you answer somebody skeptics or somebody who's testing you more? Like, you know, instead of being grateful or no, I'm not, I don't mean that, but like in a gallery situation, like, and they're just asking in touch in with a loved one. When someone asks a question, like, it's like you have to prove what. The, well, what, yeah, you know, check your expectations at the door. Let the reading flow. Sure. The information that needs to come through will come through. But if you go into it, I want this. Because I've had people say, well, until I hear this, I won't believe you. Okay. And I've given them 50 things that are right on point. But there's that one thing that they wanted to hear. I remember I was doing a reading for this one lady. And she goes, well, there's a sign. There's a sign. And I go, well, your son keeps showing me birds. No, no, no. And I said, well, what is the sign? He was supposed to show me a feather. And I'm like, well, wait a second. What are birds covered in? No, that doesn't count. And it's like, you know, and so that's why because that I want, I want, I want. It basically pollutes the energetic field, you know, because right. well, tell me that. Hey, here's a better one. If they can do that instead of like what song they sang or what feather, why don't they just give us Powerball numbers? OK, right. so if 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 they would do that, let's just get that. And people say, well, if you're really psychic, you would have won the lottery. Guess what? The other side couldn't care less about money. All right. If you're supposed to win the lottery in your life, you're going to win it whether or not I give you the numbers or not. If it's not in your life plan to suddenly have $300 million, then it's not going to happen. You know, and people get, oh, well, that's, you know, it's like, no, that's the way it works. That's the way it is. That's fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Mark. We have like one minute to close. I want to thank you so much for allowing us to put you through this and also explaining so much. You're such a great teacher and how you formulate things and, and your topics, your lecture topics are fascinating. And I will be checking out um, them on Edgar Casey because I'm fascinated by everything. Having seen you in person, I called you Kid Dynamite because you come out like a rock star. I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I mean, you just come out, speak for two hours to over two hours straight with no break. Um, sharing your intelligence and your experience with is just absolutely amazing and i so look forward to your new book and do we have a title we can splurge or no um you know um there's a couple working titles okay. and every time i like one six months later i like something different but i okay. can't tell you this it, but it'll be released soon yeah well uh, uh, it's taken me 10 years to do the research and almost wow. two years to write it so it's it's like a really good souffle Okay. <laughs> when it's ready. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us on In the Psychic Flow, evidenceofeternity.com. Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, you saw him here, and we just enjoyed you so much. And Thanks. stay safe during the lockdown. God bless. Yes, Thank always. You so much for coming on. Thank you. God bless you. And God thank bless. you, all the listeners. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments, then head over to Goldilocks Productions' YouTube channel. With over 950 archive shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 